Welcome to the Online Arbitrage Podcast. Today I want to talk about Amazon FBA, how to choose which products to sell and how to choose successful products to sell. So where do you start? What should you look for? How much profit do you need to aim for? Now, first of all, you need to decide on your Amazon selling method. So are you going to be doing online arbitrage? So sourcing discounted products online, selling them at a higher price on Amazon. Are you going to be doing retail arbitrage? So sourcing discounted products in physical stores and then selling at a higher price on Amazon. Are you doing wholesale? So choosing an existing brand and buying in bulk from a manufacturer and then selling them on Amazon. Private label, so create your own product or label brand from a generic product. And then so let's say, for example, you chose a garlic press, you'd find a manufacturer who could make the mold and you'd attach your branding. And then you've got homemade. So Amazon have a homemade section to promote high quality handmade goods made by sellers. So there's no right answer when trying to decide which selling method. I guess it largely depends on how much capital you're able to invest up front. So how much money you have. The wholesale and private label methods require the largest amounts of upfront money. For wholesale, you could be buying hundreds or thousands of dollars or pounds worth of stock. This is similar to private label method where your manufacturer will produce a bulk load of product. And then you'd need to factor in branding and marketing costs as well. So the easiest and cheapest way to start selling on Amazon is the reselling method using online arbitrage and retail arbitrage. So that's what I'm going to focus on today when I'm talking about choosing products to sell through online arbitrage and retail arbitrage. So I guess there's key things to consider when selling when selling on Amazon when choosing your products. So choose products that work for Amazon FBA. You need to understand Amazon's FBA restriction. You need to check the product's bestseller rank. Be aware of high-risk brands. Be mindful of your ROI, your return on investment. What profit you should make per product. What Amazon categories you should sell in. Online and retail arbitrage and or. Choosing different strategies. Using a repricer monthly product sales and your seller competition. Can you sell if Amazon are on the listing and also interpreting the graphs on BuyBot Pro? So let's look at each one in more depth. So firstly, choose products that work for Amazon FBA. You want to be choosing products that are like generally small and lightweight. Remember with Amazon FBA, you need to ship your products to an Amazon fulfillment center, which will obviously cost you. So the beauty with using the FBA service is that you can send multiple products within one box. So for example, let's say, you shipped a product which contained 30 individual items in and the cost to deliver to Amazon was $3. Each product would have cost you 10 cents. So there we go. Whereas if you were only able to ship two large products in that same box and that still cost $3, each one would have cost you $1.50 to ship. So that all adds up. So stick with small and lightweight items if you can. You'll also want to favour products that are fast selling with a high inventory turnover. This is important because you need to take into account Amazon storage fees, which will be charged monthly. And it will generally be obviously be per kind of cubic foot or per however they measure it in terms of the amount of space that you're taking up. If a product is still in Amazon's fulfillment centers for over 365 days, they will charge you a higher fee because it's like a long term storage fee. Then you've got Amazon's FBA restrictions. So to stay out of trouble, it's really important to know and follow the rules of selling on Amazon and selling Amazon FBA because there's certain restricted products and prohibited products that all FBA sellers need to be aware of. Things like alcohol, gift cards, gift certificates, loose package batteries, vehicle tyres, damaged or defective units and illegal goods. 
Then you've got your da- dangerous and your hazmat goods. So dangerous goods or hazardous materials, which is what hazmat means, basically substances that may pose a risk during storing, handling or transportation, usually because they contain pressurised, flammable or corrosive substances, harmful substances. So if a product's listed as dangerous goods, you'll not be able to sell it as an FBA seller unless you go through the process of applying to be able to sell dangerous goods. Dangerous goods are not always that obvious. For example, in the beauty and personal care category, things like spray deodorants, hair dyes, shaving creams can all be classed as dangerous goods because of their ingredients. So without doing a lot of research, it can be difficult to tell if a product as part of the dangerous goods or hazmat category. Obviously, if you're a Biobot Pro subscriber, then Biobot Pro will automatically tell you if that product you're looking at falls into that category. Um, You've got your hazmat and your dangerous goods section. Um, and it will also tell you whether you're eligible to sell the product. So this means that, would you know, is the product restricted? Do you need to apply to get ungated? So you can use the auto ungate button, which is built into Bible Pro, and you might not, you might get lucky. If not, you just need to apply through Amazon to get ungated. And it's generally quite a simple process. For example, let's say a deodorant, Bible Pro might warn you that the product is hazmat and classified as dangerous goods. Um, you know, you, you might want to just discount, you can discount that product and move on to another one. Then you've got restricted products and restricted categories. So restricted products are those you're unable to sell because you become ungated for that particular, unable to sell, sorry, until you become ungated for that particular ASIN. Often you'll be restricted in certain categories on Amazon, especially as a new seller. So this is to help protect buyers from fraudulent products. For these categories, you need to undergo the ungating process where you'll need to supply Amazon with a legitimate invoice from a reputable supplier, a wholesaler. So the following categories, I'm just going to list them for you. So you've got a list here, currently require approval on Amazon.com. So you've got collectible coins, personal safety and household products, fine art, holiday selling requirements and toys and games, jewellery, um, join Amazon subscription boxes, made in Italy, music and DVDs, requirements for selling automotive and power sports products, services, sports collectibles, streaming media players, video, DVD and Blu-ray and watches. And then you've got things like meltable goods. So meltables are any heat sensitive products that are eaten or swallowed, including things like chocolate, yogurt, gummies, probiotics. As an FBA seller, you're probably looking forward to selling things like chocolate. <laughs> the good news is you still can, assuming you're engaged for chocolate, but you need to be aware of the rules. So these generally will include things like um, certain months of the year. So any multiple inventory stored or arriving at fulfillment centres between those months will be marked as unfillable and disposed of, basically during the summer. Obviously, check that, check that before. And also, don't forget that Bible Pro will also warn you about multiples as well. Then you need to check the product's bestsellers rank. So the bestseller rank is a good indication of how well a product is selling compared to other products in that category. The lower the number, the better the seller. So a BSR of one means that the product is selling really well. So think of it as being in the top 1%. If the BSR goes to 20,000, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a slow seller because in a popular category, that probably still means there's been multiple sales of that unit every day. Um, there's technically no BSR limit. It could be higher than a million, in which case, you know, it probably isn't selling at all. But, you know, you, you can have different numbers in different categories. So bear, worth bearing in mind that a certain BSR in one category could be good and it could be bad in another. On Amazon, you can find the bestseller rank if you look in the additional information section on the product page. But also remember that Bible Pro will provide you with the current and the predicted BSR. So Bible Pro will predict the product 
predicts the products um, BSR and will also tell you the current percentage and the ranking too. So that's really, really useful, really helpful in order to help you choose which products to source for your Amazon FBA business. Then you need to be aware of high risk brands. So there's certain brands that Amazon might allow you to sell, but the brand owner doesn't. So these can cause real issues and, you know, in worst case can lead to your account being suspended. So it's best to avoid those high risk brands. Buybot Pro gives you information relating to the intellectual property and will help you to avoid those. So IP, you'll hear mentioned probably quite a lot, the IP rights, intellectual property rights. So the IP radar on Buybot Pro is a traffic light system. So green basically means no known IP issues. Amber, you need to do some further brand investigation. It needs kind of a human brain to look into it a bit more. And then red is that there are known IP claims against the product. So you should avoid selling that brand. So that's really, really, really really key in Bible Pro and just to be aware of in general. Then be mindful of your ROI. So return on investment will vary depending on the product and the different sellers. Um, you know, sorry, and different sellers will set themselves different ROI percentages. So a safe rule is to set your minimum ROI at 30%. And if then if you can get higher than that, then that's absolutely brilliant. And then in terms of profit per product, similar to ROI, the profit margin will vary for different sellers. For online and retail arbitrage sellers, we would say you should aim for between three and five pounds, pounds I'm talking now, per item. Some sellers might be happy to sell a product with a lower profit margin if the product's selling really, really well. It's totally your call. Obviously, you just need a profit to be making money on your business. Then how many Amazon categories should you sell in? So as a new seller, it might be a good idea to pick several different categories to sell in and then expand once you've learned the process. Really popular categories are home and kitchen, toys, health and beauty. Obviously, you need to check to see if you're restricted in those categories before you go ahead and purchase any of those products. Some sellers might only purchase products in a specific niche. So, for example, they might specialise in health and beauty and don't buy from any other category and sell in any other category. As you become more experienced, you might naturally find yourself gravitating to a specific category, I think, and become like an expert within that. But it's ultimately a business and particularly when you start out as an Amazon seller, you'll want to be looking for any products that will make you money. Um, then you've got using online arbitrage and retail arbitrage. So online arbitrage, I would say, is a more widely used method because you can source products online while you're anywhere in the world. It's 100% virtual, so it's a time saver for sure. There's competition with online arbitrage though because it is the most popular, more competition. So those who use retail arbitrage might have that little edge over other sellers. You can take advantage of flash sales and clearance aisles with retail arbitrage that might not be available online. If you can, use both methods to to maximise your sourcing opportunities. If you're struggling to find profitable online deals, you could sign up with online arbitrage deals and have deals sent to you Monday to Friday. The amazing thing about that is that those deals have already been checked by their army of virtual assistants. So all you have to do is pick which deals you want and then purchase the products. Then you've got choosing different strategies. So it might be a good idea to have a couple of different buying strategies. You should aim to prioritise fast selling items. If there's a product that has a really high profit and return on investment, but it's selling more slowly, it might be worth purchasing one or two of those items and just seeing how long they actually take to sell. Ultimately, the more you sell and the more you test your own strategies, the greater the knowledge and understanding that you will gain. So you can then refine your strategies in the future. So I think it's worth bearing in mind it is all obviously had a bit of a learning experience, but make sensible decisions. 
then using a repricer and I say use a repricer in time so when you first start selling on Amazon you're probably quite enjoying the changing the prices of products to keep in line with your composition it's all a bit exciting but it's not a sustainable option as you add more ASINs into your inventory trying to manually reprice 50 plus products let's say on Amazon would take forever so you need to start using a repricing software there are many Amazon prices repricers on the market, but be aware that the basic ones will aim to get you in that buy box at whatever cost. So, you know, you wave goodbye to your profits. Uh, advanced repricers such as Profit Protector Pro aim to get you in the buy box and then work to push the price up of the product. And as the name suggests, protect your profits. So with Profit Protector Pro, you can set your minimum and maximum sales price. So it will always work within those numbers so you can personalize it. Choose different strategies for selling different products. Um, so test out what works best for you then you've got your monthly product sales and your seller competitions so of course Amazon knows the exact monthly sales figures but they're not published there are various tools you can use to work out the estimated monthly sales of a product and this is another amazing feature in Bible Pro the estimated sales calculator so you'll have three little boxes and the box on the left represents the previous 90 day average sales. The middle box is the estimated monthly sales and the box on the right shows the estimated sales over the next 90 day period, which is an incredible piece of information to hand. Also, if you hover over those boxes, you'll get explanations of what all that data means and the middle one will also give you a monthly breakdown for the last 12 months. So the estimated sales calculator can indicate whether that particular product is selling well or not. It's also worth noting the number of sellers. So in the um, competition analysis, just underneath that, it will give you things like the amount of prime or MF sellers. And also useful to know if the number of sellers has stayed relatively consistent or if it's increasing as that might determine whether you purchase the product too. Then you've got your BuyBox Pro graph. So they will show you things such as the new offer count. So the information represented in that new offer count graph is so, so useful. It will show you whether the number of sellers has been increasing or appears to be on the increase. So although a product has a great monthly sales rate, the number of competitions could, compet competitors could be a red flag. Um, so how often would you be able to get in that buy box, for example? So given that information, some sellers might take a punt and hope to be given a share of the buy box in time. But other sellers would see this as too much competition, you know, reject it and move on to another deal. Then you've got the question of can you sell products if Amazon are on the listing? So contra contrary to what you might think, yes, you can. Some sellers avoid listings if they know that Amazon has stock because they just believe Amazon will hold that buy box. And it's sometimes true, but not always. It's very common for Amazon to share the buy box with other sellers if their price is competitive. Often when Amazon's out of stock, um, the sale price jumps up due to the other sellers managing the price. And don't forget as well, within BuyBox Pro, you've got your buy box analysis, and that will give you an indication of how much Amazon has shared that buy box over the last 90 days. And that's where it's really useful to have a repricer just to help you stay ahead of the competition when Amazon jumps off and the sale price jumps about due to other sellers managing it, the price. Then you've got the BuyBot Pro graph. So you've probably heard the term keeper graphs being battered around internet related to, you know, on the internet related to Amazon selling. So keeper graphs pull data directly from Amazon and are used by various deal analysis softwares. And BuyBot Pro has keeper data integrated in with its own features. So if you have a BuyBot Pro subscription, you don't need to pay for keeper separately. That's already included in BuyBot Pro and it pulls the data in from there. So if you're one of those people who hated maths at school and graphs in particular, they are super easy to understand when you know what you're looking for. Obviously, the support team's always there to help you try and interpret what you're looking at. 
the best sellers rank is always on there represented by that green line and it was always the first thing you want to focus on as that product becomes less popular or the price increases which pushes away customers then the bsr line might rise to a higher ranking so those are really interesting to look at and then every drop on that bsr line indicates that at least one sale has been made so if a product is selling super super fast the bsr line will sit close to the bottom of the graph then you've got the buy box price. So this is a crucial feature because it shows you how the sale price of the product changes over set time period. So ideally, you want to be looking for a buy box price that remains relatively stable. If that sale price fluctuates, you know, con- consistently, then profit calculations can become really difficult because it's it's difficult to calculate. It's not stable. Then you've got maybe Amazon have a stock. So the shade of orange on that graph alerts you to the fact that Amazon's on the listing. When you hover your cursor over those pink diamonds, it will tell you who has the buy box at any given time. If there's evidence that Amazon is sharing that buy box, this is great news and should give you confidence if you do want to purchase the products as long as everything else is obviously looking good. Then you've got your new offer count, which is represented by the blue line and refers to the new price of a product from a third party seller without shipping. So as an FBA seller, it's generally a safe bet to price your products 10% above merchant fulfilled sellers. Ideally, you want to be able to match the cheapest FBA seller. So in summary, selling on Amazon is an exciting and rewarding opportunity. And the key takeaway things from today that I want to just touch on are sell small and lightweight items to benefit from the FBA service, aim for a minimum ROI of 30% and a minimum baseline of three to five pounds profit per item. Make sure you're using that BSR, that bestseller rank rank as a good indication, indication of how well a product is selling. Avoid selling high risk brands, check that IP radar Understand Amazon's prohibited and restricted products. Use both online and retail arbitrage to your advantage. Diversify your buying strategies. So focus on fast sellers, but also be open to slower sellers with high ROI and profit. You know, mix it up. Um, As you add more ASINs to your inventory, consider using a repricer to help manage your prices. Don't be afraid if Amazon are on the listing. Just check to see if they share the buy box and get familiar with reading those graphs because the more products you analyse, you know, the easier it will become. And obviously software is out there to help you. So you've got Bible Pro for your deal analysis, your IP radar, your monthly estimated sales and your competitor analysis and so much more. And then your Profit Protector Pro for your advanced and your algorithmic repricing strategies. And then online arbitrage deals where you can have your online deals sourced by experts and sent to you every day, Monday to Friday. So that is how to choose products to sell on Amazon. Thanks for listening. The Online Arbitrage Podcast.